0: Would you like to learn the secret sauce to building wealth? Increase both your financial literacy and financial intelligence? You have come to the right place. Welcome to the Wealthy Conversations Podcast, bringing you lessons on stewardship, asset ownership, and entrepreneurship. Here is your host, Dexter B. Jenkins.
1: Hello, welcome to the Wealthy Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Dexter B. Jenkins. And always I want to thank you for tuning into our podcast as I recognize that both your time and your attention are valuable. And so I don't take it for granted you've been taking a few minutes to check out our podcast. Also, I want to thank you for just the support you guys have given us thus far. And we are episode number five. And so just to get these podcasts done and get them off the ground has been it's been very encouraging. So I say thank you for all the encouragement and things that you've given thus far. So today's this episode of both five and six, what I want to do is I want to focus on 10 actions that you can take right now to improve your finances, 10 actions you can take right now to improve your finances. And I'm really focusing on the word on actions." I don't want you to be a person of good intentions. I want you to be a person of action. And I don't know about you, but I, I am recording this in the back end of the year 2020. And as we're heading into the year 2021. And one of the things that the year 2020 should have taught us is that, you know, life can change on a dime. And so we need to be people of action and often say that the world is full of people who have good intentions, but there's not a lot of people who take action. If you're listening to this, I desire for you to be a person of action. I said earlier that this podcast is not just about education, but more importantly, it's about implementation. And many of these tips that I'm going to talk to you about or principles will be coming from the book that I wrote earlier this year, talking about getting the title, Getting Your Money Straight and Building Wealth. And what I did was I, I broke this book up into four sections, and it's all of revolving finances, but I had different sections on it. And so there is a section on faith in your finances, there's a section on intangibles on how to succeed in finances, there are some straight up principles on how to invest in here. And so if you would desire a copy of that, head on over to Amazon.com. You can get a Kindle version of that, and it would be of great benefit to you. So let's get right into the 10 actions to take right now to improve your finances and to build wealth. And so action number one is position in your mind that God is the source of all your provision. As I said earlier, I'm, I flow sort of as a pastorpreneur, not sort of as a pastor and a entrepreneur. So I call myself a pastorpreneur. <laughs> And so, but you got to recognize that God is the source of all your provision. And so what that does is it takes the pressure off all these external things. You're recognizing that He is the one who takes care of you, your job or your business or your investments or whatever else. And those are just simply resources. Those are simply channels. And at times those resources and channels will change. But I want to position, have you position in your mind or reposition in your mind during the season that God is the source of all your provision. That's action number one. Action number two is to begin to educate yourself. And so I talked about this some time ago. I began to help you put together a game plan to help you to do that. I want you to take action on that. I want you to actually go to Amazon and order the book. I want you to go to the library. If you don't have money, go and get a library card and, and buy the book. I want you to download the thing and actually put together a game plan and do it. I want you to read 10 pages a day or I always recommend that people read one chapter in the book of Proverbs every day, which is the best book on business that there is. King Solomon was the wealthiest man who ever lived and he put a lot of, financial wisdom in the book of Proverbs and in the book of Ecclesiastes. So I want you to begin to educate yourself this year. Start doing it right now. Number three, I want you to develop a spending plan. See what a spending plan, it differs from a budget. And the fact that a spending plan is basically, let me define it for you. A spending plan is where you tell your money what to do. You, you tell your money where to go. If you've ever had the experience, we don't necessarily do it as much as we used to. But, you know, back when we would have cash out checks and get money and, you know, you would cash your check and you would have dollars and you would look at you. You just say you had two thousand dollars or you had just, I'd make it smaller. but just say you had one hundred dollars in your pocket and you wonder where did that money go? Well, because you didn't you didn't give it marginals, You didn't tell it what to do. And so what I want you to do is to develop a spending plan now. A spending plan is different from a budget in that a spending plan makes you feel empowered, whereas a budget does not always say that, or I've heard it said that. A budget is very similar to diets. People don't like the diet, so people don't like the budget, but a spending plan empowers you. And so I want you to have a spending plan. Now, your spending plan will eventually get to this point, but I want you to have a focus of your spending plan be broken up into 10, 10, 80. So and let me explain it to you. 10%, you want to tie that to your church or your local organization, that your charitable organization. You want to begin to invest 10% of those dollars, 10% of your money, and then you want to live off the other 80%. So, But it's this thing of, I want you to actually do it, to develop this, this plan and then begin to follow it. Number four is build a cushion fund. Now, a cushion fund is really a fund that gives you margins in your life. So if if, so if you begin to think about life happens, man, I I, I came home. Two weeks ago, and the tree had fallen on my garage. Oh, actually, didn't hit the garage. It a wire had sort of buffered it. But you know, that was a thousand dollars I hadn't planned on spending. But I had my wife and I have had a cushion fund for years. So what you want to do is you want to start a cushion fund, develop a cushion fund. You want to see how fast can I get to a thousand dollars in this cushion fund if you don't have one. And once you get to a thousand dollars, then your goal is to have three months income and six months income and so on and so forth. But if you don't have one, develop. A cushion fund, don't care where you put it. I just want you to start it and we can always move it. But right now, I want you to start it. I tell people you can get to $1,000 as easy as putting away a minimum of $20 a week. So if you did $20 a week over a 52-week period, I think that's that puts you close to that $1,000. And So you, you, you want to begin to develop what we call a cushion fund. And then number five, the last one we'll look at on this segment of this is purchase life insurance. Keyword here is purchase. I know you've done the research. I know you maybe you talked to an agent. I know you've gone online. The key word here is to purchase life insurance. And so, you know, you, you may already have some through if you have an employer. That when I was in the workforce, you know, they they would give you X amount of your income. So maybe you got that. So looking at that, you maybe you you want to. Um, up it at work because it's less expensive. It's called group insurance. But then, you know, you also want to have a policy outside of work. And so what you want to do is make sure that you go and set the appointment with the agent and actually purchase it. You want to purchase it online, whatever you want to do. But the key word here is I want you to purchase life insurance. Now, you may be asking, well, how much life insurance should I have? Well, if you want to Get a sense of that. If you go to my YouTube channel, I I did a mini class on life insurance, and so you can get a sense of how much you would need by following that video. Just a rule of thumb, you know, maybe you can do, you know, the rule of thumb we used to talk about is, you know, five to ten times your income. But I go a little more more deeper in that class on that mini class. So go on over to my YouTube channel and look at my life insurance mini class, and that will give you some parameters and some things to look at when it talks about how much life insurance you should have. So. That is the first five of the 10 actions that we are going to take right now to improve our finances. Hopefully this was helpful to you. I want to do two things as I'm closing. I want you to go on over to DexterBJenkins.com and I want to be able to give you. I have a free ebook called The Three Ships of Wealth Building. And so I want to get you that free. And also I'll, I'll be able to keep, stay in contact with you there if you're able to when, when you sign up. And then also, you know, follow me as Dexter B Jenkins on all my social media platforms. So until the next episode, episode number six. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over the other five actions to take to improve your finances right now. And we will talk to you in a little bit.
0: Bye bye. This episode of the Wealthy Conversations podcast has come to an end. But your financial education doesn't have to. Head over to DexterBJenkins.com and access all of our resources, tools, and advice mentioned on today's show. Until next time, click subscribe and don't miss the next show as we continue on the journey toward reaching our highest financial potential.